four at 33 and a third podcast. I'm Adam Barrow. And I'm Benjamin Richardson. And we know it's been a while. We miss you guys, but we are back for season two. We've got a new mic. We've got a new studio, I guess you could call it. Got a whole new setup. And we are ready to kick off season two. So to get this going, we've got what we're going to call an album swap special. So I gave Ben a new album to listen to that he had never heard before. And he did the same for me. Guys, this is a two-part album special. Yeah, two-part album special. You're listening to part one right now, which is the album I selected for Adam to listen to that he had never heard before, which is Metallica's debut, Kill Em All. Kill Em All. So, I chose this for Adam because he said that he had not listened to a single Metallica album, which I thought was kind of odd, and <laughs> considering they're one of the most popular bands of all time, everybody's heard Metallica. It's true. Uh, so, I decided to choose their debut, which is a little lesser known than... Some of their more famous albums, like Metallica Self-Titled, also known as The Black Album. Uh, Master of Puppets, of course, is yeah. like a fan favorite, and Ride the Lightning. So I chose one of my personal favorites, Kill em All, which, like I said, is their debut. So, yeah, you want to get right into it? Let's do it. So I, I really liked this. I A lot more than I was expecting to. I am by no means a metalhead. Like, my, my metal listening is really limited. Right, and I'll say that's, like, the same for me. I'm not a metalhead either. Yeah. I mean, honestly, just Black Sabbath and a couple other things here. Right, but Black Sabbath is like entry yeah. level. It's yeah, like you tell so you tell a metal fan you listen to Sabbath, they're like, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I've, <laughs> I, I've definitely seen Sabbath called not metal. Like it's just really heavy rock. I've seen it called that. Before. Right, and that and that's kind of how I think of it. Like when, it's yeah. just really heavy riffs. Like if mm-hmm. you think about it, yeah, Sabbath's cool. Though. But I guess it's because like the more like lyrical themes that they kind of base all their music around is like the metal aesthetic. It's just like about mm-hmm. centric on death and war and violence and mm-hmm. justice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sabbath's great, but this album is also really great. I I liked it a lot more than I was expecting to going in. So and why did you think you were you weren't gonna like it going into it? I don't know. So I feel like I everybody know. has a preconceived notion of like metal because it's like yeah. it's such a stereotypical yeah, yeah. genre that gets mm-hmm. memed on a lot. I I, yeah, like. I think I, that was probably it. Honestly, like I just had uh, I had like preconceived notions I guess of what it would sound like and it sounded better than I thought and the more I listened <laughs> to it the more it grew on me too so, right yeah definitely so probably so, the probably the big thing I like about this one is that and I think this would probably apply to a lot of thrash metal as well but they managed to maintain like a, they like walk a really fine line where they still have like a really high amount of like raw energy and intensity but it sounds like good it doesn't sound like really muddled or anything hmm. and it like it sounds but it's not like overproduced or glossy or anything like it managed hmm. to maintain it managed to sound all right and maintain that rawness and that energy right so i think that was probably the big thing that jumped out to me i thought they towed that line really well hmm. so like when you say that you think you weren't gonna like this like to me i would think the opposite since you are a fan of punk music, which mm-hmm. is like I feel like the like metal kind of has a lot of similarities between hardcore punk. I'd I argue, agree. Like, especially thrash, right? The speed and stuff, right? It's just like really aggressive mm-hmm. tempos, like really fast guitar riffs. Yeah, it's just like that, and it's it's kind of capturing that energy, like you said, where it's like really agitated and aggressive and mm-hmm. rapid fire. Yeah, like the issue, like for me, the thing with metal for a long time has been like it's like a hardcore punk song, but super long. 
like <laughs> you think about Minor Threat, it's like a minute long song, it's like, da, 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 and it's yeah, over. And like that's all the song are, is. And then these are seven <laughs> minutes long for the most part. Right. So I think that kind of turned me off a little bit too. I I, I feel like though there is like a very distinct difference. Like in that this I is agree. a lot more structured and technically, like instrumentally wise, oh, yeah. like it's it's a lot more technical, and there's I mean, like a lot of tempo changes that are rapid yeah. fire all over the Absolutely. longer songs. I mean, some of the solos on here are, are super, super intricate. You would never hear anything like that on a punk record, really. Right. I mean, like, we've talked about that before. Like, there's mm-hmm. some technical punk bands, but yeah, nothing that matches the, the technicality of some of these uh, Kirk Hamlet guitar solos. I agree. Yeah. I mean, there's some, there's some fantastic solos in here while we're on that topic. Right. Like the, so, w- which guitar solo or guitar work are you into the best on this album? So I don't know. That's a good question. I really, really like. There's like a, in the middle of Four Horsemen, which as we've discussed before we started this, was probably my favorite track. Uh, there's a solo kind of in the middle of Four Horsemen that I really, really enjoy. I'd say that's my favorite. Gotcha. I mean, most of them really have. <laughs> I think every right. like, if not every song close to it has a guitar solo in it, and none of them sound bad or anything right 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 right. i'd say like a lot of like the the guitar work on this album it's like pretty characteristic of like i don't know it gives me like jimmy page vibes Hmm. like mixed with eddie van halen ms where it's just like (laughs) super pentatonic riffy it's like you know like but it's just got that super fast speed and there's some like tapping if you listen there's a little bit of tapping in the album but like and all these crazy squealy bends like that are really high up there it's just like I just love it. I just really love like the pentatonic riffs that like yeah. make up some of these like solos. Absolutely. For me, like some of my favorite guitar work is on like what is it? Um, Phantom. Was it Phantom Lord? Yeah. yeah, I was about to bring that up. Um, so it's like it's like a really like minor tonality. It's really fast and aggressive and dark. But all these all the licks he's playing are like major pentatonic, and they kind of just sound mm-hmm. like really perky (laughs) like those licks another like structural thing about phantom lord that i really enjoy is like towards the end there Mm -hmm. uh, it's like actually it's kind of more towards the middle really but it's like three minutes in or so the solo he'll play it for like 10 seconds and then it'll break out and go back to the normal riff and then he'll come back and into the solo yeah like he goes in and out like four times i really enjoyed that actually i thought it was really right like the changing Mm -hmm. the sections during the instrumental break yeah i I, I enjoyed that so cool so cool Phantom Lord to me, like yeah, that was definitely the highlight of that song. That song is one. Honestly, that might be the only one that I felt like went on a little long. Phantom, you thought so? Phantom Lord, maybe a touch. Yeah. So, do you think that's like a weaker track for you on the album? I I'd say probably a weaker track. Yeah. Gotcha. The, um, the weakest track. I will I will admit to this. I don't know how you feel about this one. Oh, but I'd contentious I take coming up. I didn't like Anesthesia. Pulling teeth all that much. Are you kidding me? I, Adam I'm Barrow gonna be honest, doesn't like Cliff Burton's bass solo? <laughs> Are you serious? I'm going to be honest. I, uh, a couple of re-listens, I just skipped Anesthesia. Because I wanted to get back into the rest of it. I'll be Guys. honest with you. I felt like the it just goes on for so long before the, like, the drums or anything hit. It's just it's Okay, just okay, really okay, 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 okay. I'd, I'd, I'd love to hear a defense. It's not a I mean, bad I can't. You can't. Anything. You can't defend on it. If you just don't like it, you don't like it. I can't. I agree. Like, I agree. But I, I wouldn't say I don't like it. It's just, it's just long. Like it's, it's good. And okay. it, I feel like it kind okay. of disrupts the flow of the album a little bit. Right. And I wasn't uh, all that keen on listening to it on a full album listen. I'll say that. Okay, for me, it's like this album. The reason why I like it as compared to some later Metallica records, 
and I'm no Metallica connoisseur. I've just listened to like all the big ones, you know. But like compared to something like Master of Puppets, it's just got like that's just like something you'd never hear on that album. It's just mm-hmm. got like that first album charm where it's just like yeah. let's just throw in a bass solo. Yeah, and playing around one, a little bit. The bass tone is like godly, dude. That fuzz. It, it, it like if you listen to if you catch it in the middle, you'll be like, why does that guitar sound like that? You know what I mean? It just sounds yeah. like a guitar solo, and some of the bends he's doing, it's just insane. And when the drums come in, it is, it's like a super satisfying moment for me. And they start like getting into the groove, and it kind of picks up that tempo. It goes from like the, the classical doodly bits into like more mm-hmm. shreddy stuff. Yeah. I just like it. It's, it's like, it adds something to the album, I feel like. It's like the only album that you'll catch like a Cliff Burton bass solo on, I guess. Yeah. Which I think is just cool. Yeah. I mean, it's a, so that's something I don't know. Like, like I kind of view myself as a really traditional like, listen to the last, listen to the first song until you get to the last song. Like, like you're you, into you the listen album the listening. Yeah. yeah, I am into that. So, like skipping that on re-listens felt kind of weird, and it's not a bad song. I don't really know why I was doing that. I like I, I agree with a lot of the stuff you were saying. It's just it kind of disrupted the flow for me. But right, you know, it's not a stronger song. It's just kind of yeah. like, all right, Cliff, just like make something up and we'll record it. Like that's yeah. kind of what it was. It's mm-hmm. just a little jam. But what do you think? Like, what do you think about that? Skip like a skip. Like, I, I, does an album having a song that you don't love listening to on a replay, does that ruin it for you? Like, if you want to skip something, do you want to do that ever? Hmm. I mean, I think I'd be lying if I said that there wasn't like songs I yeah. would want to skip sometimes. I mean, everybody's like has that one song in the album they love so much that like the song before they're already like anxious to hear it type thing yeah. but i'm not i'm not sure like Ooh, i'm interjection here i remember you said that kind of stuff about yellow submarine right so so I, i'd say like there's definitely albums that you can that can like just be horrible and stick out like yellow submarine and the skip doesn't really matter that much to me mm-hmm. it's just a skip i don't yeah. know yeah i agree i think like great bands can have like throwaway songs whether it's from yeah. like you know just like creative dry out or like label pushback or whatever sometimes that can be really fun you get you see a different side of them right like on yellow submarine (laughs) a little more a little more whimsy perhaps but i don't know it's i'm not like one of those guys it's like dude this album has a skip that means it's like a seven like you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm not not listening to this ever again no way i listen to albums with no skips yeah um (laughs) yeah that's the thing like some like when they're when a band kind of goes off the beaten path i guess um like i'm, I'm kind of looking for that whimsy i guess like something kind of fun when they're doing something different but anesthesia it's like it's just like the before the drums like the bass solo you're talking about it's just a little bit of a slog to get through all the way like it's long right four minutes is a pretty long time for like just a bass for a solo. throwaway yeah for a throwaway you heard it here from yeah <laughs> all right all right a throwaway cliff burton yeah if it, as long as we agree on calling it that. No offense to Cliff Burton. Okay. You do a great job, Cliff. <laughs> you're, you're good on the rest of this thing, and you're good here, too. So, um, other than Phantom Lord and the Four Horsemen, which we kind of touched on, like, what are some highlights for you that you really liked? So that, like? So, I'd say, I think I touched upon this earlier, but my favorite song on this was Four Horsemen. I, I, really I can agree. That. I can agree. The... Um, like the post-chorus, dun 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 Yeah, like it, that's kind of like one of the opening riffs here too. Yeah, like, we dun 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 dun. Yeah, we and we touched on this before we recorded, but that kind of sound like horse. Yeah, that like footsteps. that like lurching like off kilter rhythm mm-hmm. kind of like pairs well with the lyricism. Yeah, and there's yeah there's like the lyricism I think is really cool. Like the four horsemen imagery, like I think that's 
that might be the lyrical highlight of like, this album. I, yeah, it just sounds like I yeah. think of like um, what's that? What's that story of the with like the horseman who has no head and he wears like a pumpkin? Ooh. Like that's what that makes me see and like them coming so, to Sleepy some, Hollow. Yeah, the like Bob Crane. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I mean like, and there's some, there's some really cool imagery, like in the in the second verse. He says, like, a quartet of deliverance rides, and you were dying since the day you were born. Right. I love that line. A sinner once, a sinner twice. There's <laughs> cool stuff. It I, is cool I, stuff. I enjoy that, yeah. And, yeah, and it's like before the chorus hits, they'll just do, like, a variety of different, like, guitar riffs and stuff. Oh, yeah. And they'll just, like, build up oh, yeah. to it. Yeah, that's a really On, cool on all song. these songs, like, even if we're not mentioning it, like, I'll, usually the guitar work is, like, really kind of nutty. Because yeah. the two guitars playing off each other and the lead yeah, is always exactly. incredible yeah, like the, from Kirk Hamlin. Like that, that mix of intricacy and still maintaining a lot of raw and energy. And a groove. Yeah. And a like, really nice groove. Yeah. That, that's very If we're talking about, like, grooves, I think it's, what is it, No Remorse? I think, like, hmm. that song is crazy. No Remorse is fantastic. So it has, that, like, I you agree. know, that those really angular guitar riffs that you, yeah. you expect. But, but... It, what it, there's like this lyric that they say it's like the war with no end or something yeah war without end dun, 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 and then it goes end. into this groovy section it's like and it almost sounds like a funk groove just in the middle of this metal song that's always like cued by like a certain lyrical line and I thought that yeah. was awesome yeah. it's just so groovy yeah I, I, I agree with you I love that section uh, after they say war without end which is like without end, banana, banana. It's like oh yeah, like a post chorus. Yeah, it's happened several times. It's, yeah, yeah, it just gets like a little grungy and then mm-hmm. yeah. very nice. And that that one I think is the a lot of the anti-war sentiments in there. That's another lyrical highlight for me. Right, talks about like war machines and stuff. Yeah, which is consistent with like Sabbath like lyrics. I think of when mm-hmm. I think of war machine, I think they kind of like invented uh, that. Yeah, yeah. Honestly. War pigs. Yeah, on, on war pigs. Yeah. So that's Absolutely. like I guess like another characteristic thing of metal is just talking about war machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's our common denominator here. War sucks. War. Politicians. We hate war. <laughs> and politicians. Yeah. Honestly, I, I, I can get behind that. Um, and uh, metal, you can interpret some of metal militia that way too, with like the right. like the soldiers marching in at the right. It's like the, it's like that like old timey war imagery. I get mm-hmm. like lots of pictures. Yeah, of. You could, I'd say you could definitely interpret. I hear that, that one, and you well. know, like the, the fade out with like the like the soldiers and yeah. bullets whizzing. Yeah, like the soldiers stepping. It's almost like a like a metal anthem almost. I don't know that song to me. <laughs> like <Yeah>. metal militia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's a nice closer. That one's like a it's like maintains a really high level of energy throughout, throughout it. Yeah, yeah, right. Which I think makes it a good closer. Yeah, it's like just going out on an like aggressive note. One last punch. Right, and. What what else would you choose for a closer from the tracks? Do you think any one would make a better one? Because you wouldn't want to put like that's a pulling question. teeth as one. Yeah, or that's, amnesia. That's sorry. a good question. I mean, you could do. Or anesthesia. See, I don't know. I'm. I, I honestly am pretty content with the track list. I mean, may, I, I know it's kind of common practice to do a longer song in a lot of cases as, as the uh, outro as a closer. Yeah. So, right. I mean, maybe maybe seek and destroy or something like that. I kind of like Four Horsemen. The Four Horsemen would, I mean, that would be a great closer. <laughs> I, uh, I, I could definitely see that. But I think Hit the Lights as an opener is really good. Oh, yeah. How it starts, like, it just, it's like, it fades in from, like, white noise mm-hmm. almost, and then it, you start to hear that just, like, somebody beating on drums and yeah. guitar, like, yeah, feedback. That one, that one I, I love the drums in that one. They're super loud. Mm-hmm. Just hit you hard. Yeah. yeah, the drumming is great. Yeah. Like, that's another thing. The, like, that's, like, my other issue, I guess, with the album. A lot of the time, like, 
I agree with you. The drumming is fantastic. Do you not like the way the drums sound? The cymbals. Sometimes they kind of fade. Like the cymbals are really right. quiet sometimes. Right. It's, it's like, like so loud that like the cymbals don't even sound loud. Yeah. yeah. Like like every once in a while, I'll just be listening to it. Why does cymbal sound like that? They couldn't have mixed that better. But I don't know. Right. Not not really that big of a deal. Like I don't even notice it most of the time. I know. Um. Like I've talked to a lot of guitarists. Um. And, and a lot of them don't they hate on Metallica guitar tones really they, they call them like they call it scooped like <laughs> like I, I think a lot of a lot of the times it's like that they have no mid-range and like it just gets completely scooped so a lot of people just think they sound like flat a lot of the times hmm. but I, but it's kind of like the Metallica sound almost like yeah I think it's pretty distinct oh yeah like the, yeah I would agree the guitar, the guitar sound is very distinct I would agree right. with that from the, just from the other stuff I've heard from them it's right. consistent yeah so I don't know if you have any opinion about that, but I've just heard that around that a lot of people are like mm-hmm. kind of snobby about their metal tone or whatever. I guess, but that's just like guitarists; they're snobs. <laughs> sure. Yeah, you're tone you're, snob. You're a total snob, bro. <laughs> Talking about tone. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, hit the light. I, I think that's a great opener. Like hit the lights as and like lyrically too, it kind yeah, of fits like, as yeah, an opener. Yeah, exactly. Hit the lights like, like you're in for a ride. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, I, right. I really enjoy that opening an album. I think that's neat. Um. Other tracks I really like. I like Jump in the Fire a lot. Jump in the Fire. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah, I agree. That's just walking up like a pentatonic. That's a fantastic riff. Yeah. I like those guitar licks and solos, of course. Always great. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very cool riff, and that chorus is really fun. Like, come on. Like that. Right. Right. It's it's got like that kind of like it's like a little danceable. It's like something you'd hear like in a club maybe. I don't know. I agree. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's there's a lot of good. It's a groovier. Like like you can definitely see them on the path to becoming like super popular like arena rock type stuff like there's right. some, there's huge but choruses not before stuff. like right right and that's kind of what you expect on like those um what is it uh metallica self-titled which is one of the best-selling albums of all time not just mm-hmm. metal albums just of all time and you, that's where songs like inner sandman oh yeah come from where if you've listened to or if you've been to a football game yeah. you probably heard that song yeah ben and i both have uh experiences at Virginia Tech football um, college them, football team yeah <laughs> they play they their team runs out on the field to enter Sandman now like I've never heard music that loud and then they cut it off and all the fans sing along with it it's right like a it's 60, kind of awesome person stadium <laughs> it's incredible that was that was one of my favorite uh, sports fan moments was going to see that last fall <laughs> I, I enjoyed interesting that dying yeah yeah that was I, I think that that might have been my uh I had heard a Metallica song here or there. Yeah. Like, that was my first. You, you've probably uh, heard of, like, Master of Puppets or whatever. Yeah, I'm, the I'm bell sure told. Yeah. You'll probably recognize Oh, them. yeah. I, I definitely have. But that was, like, my first, like, I guess, I don't know. First exposure. Per, yeah, first serious That you exposure, can remember of Metallica. First serious exposure. We'll call it that. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like, um, other than that, like, Metallica songs, everybody's heard, like, one, maybe. Hmm. That one's, like, a really famous Yeah, I've heard, I, I would definitely recognize that. I've heard of that. Um... Yeah, it's super for, famous. the bell stole as well. Yeah, yeah, with that famous like bass intro, it sounds like a guitar lift. Mm. And um, I'm trying to think, but yeah, like super popular band. But you don't really hear about a lot of songs from this album as much. Yeah, I mean. I, yeah, I mean, but yeah, I I can definitely hear like there are a lot of elements where it makes me think. Yeah, like this seems like a band that would really sell out big stadiums. And right, stuff. and they have like those. And even around the start, like, some of these songs have those really, like, longer song structures that are, like, mm. kind of emblematic of Metallica's sound, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, another, uh, Seek and Destroy to me. That's a great, uh, really nice, fun 
chorus. Seek and destroy. Yeah, like big hook. Searching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Seek and destroy. Yeah, it's really catchy. And my really understanding catchy. is they they've closed all their concerts with that. Right. Since this came out, it's like a Metallica meme. <laughs> yeah. Seek and destroy. Yeah, they, they, yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, a lot of these songs are kind of famous. Like Seek and so? Destroy is a really famous Metallica uh-huh. song, like amongst fans at least. And so are the Four Horsemen. Really. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. But uh, like, good to what? know. I have, the, I have the fan favorites down. <laughs> good to know. Man of the people. Yeah, man of the people. <laughs> But like something that you get on this Metallica album that you get you don't get as much on others is like the very like song lengths like some a lot of uh, the other ones it's just like there won't be a song under like five minutes you know huh and I thought that it's just kind of cool that there's a song like that's what is it Motor Breath Motor Breath it's like I'm barely over three yeah. minutes yeah Motor Breath is awesome you really like that one yeah I, I, that yeah that's one of my favorites because like you think about the the short length and the speed it kind of really goes along with the lyrics like Motor Breath sign of living fast see that one I sounds like super punky to me that one. I, yeah, I can get behind that. I think that's like the most hardcore punky of all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a nice little nice, nice. Yeah, to me in that one, like well. the the bass kind of sticks out to me on that one. It's, it's I find it really groovy yeah. on that one in yeah. particular. Yeah, going back to the I mean, sign of living fast. Like I wouldn't want it any other way. I I could definitely interpret that as like punk related type like that nihilism. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Punk nihilism. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That one's that one's fun. I really enjoy that speed. All right, so what else have we not discussed here? Uh, I don't think we've touched on Whiplash. Yeah. See, I don't have as much to say about Whiplash. It's very, oh, really? It's very fast. I like it. I quite it. enjoy that song. Really? I really like it and how I like Talk it. it like, I like the uh, like the, the vocal delivery of the title of this song. It just seems kind of like off kilter, and it's like, Whiplash. <laughs> and then it gets yeah. go, goes back into like the sick guitar instrumental yeah. breaks. I, I just think it's really awesomely yeah. put together. Guitar on Whiplash, like, it sounds like a drill at times. Like, that's how fast they're playing it. Right, I love Whiplash. Yeah, yeah, no, I and I really too. like the like the like the really violent imagery. It's just like being thrown around, like that sort of thing. Like mm-hmm. talking about Whiplash, I just think that's like a perfect like metal song subject. Especially just thrash. Such, yeah, it, yeah, exactly, exactly. It just perfectly fits like the the instrumental. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you think about like like if you're physically thrashing, Whiplash is what you would physically get. So, right. Yeah. It, I just I I'm just really you. love that song for I'm the, with you the the vocal connection. Yeah. Yeah, so I think we've gone through just about. I think we said whole, about everything. Whole track list at this point. Yeah, we said something about everything. I yeah. mean, so talk a little bit about this in the context of other Metallica albums you've heard. Would you call this your favorite? I'm not sure. I mean, that's a hard question. It's definitely a personal favorite, but mm-hmm. I think uh, "Ride the Lightning" and "Master of Puppets" are are also great Metallica albums to check out. Other than this one, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe second or. Yeah, it's probably second. I, I can't. It just depends on the day for me, really. I got you. Yeah, but We're pretty close. I definitely quality. think it's like an underrated Metallica album, if you will. I, I think this one like is in top three for me. Hmm. Like I like this. A lot of people own. wouldn't put it top three. You don't think? I, I'm I'm not sure. I don't think so though. I think I think they would put, uh, like probably I don't know, like Metallica self-titled definitely over mm. this or albums like that mm. or um, Injustice for All over this probably. Gotcha. Yeah. So I'm. I'm definitely intrigued in checking out some more Metallica. This uh, solid hook, more metal in general. I mean, there's it's a huge genre, and metal. Right. There's there's so much stuff from a lot of different countries, like Japanese metal. There's a lot of stuff right. out there from I, Japan. It's I feel like fantastic. it's one of those genres where it just has like a billion subgenres yeah, type thing. Yeah, and, and like it kind of like you wouldn't expect it to be like as mm-hmm. diverse as it is almost. Yeah, exactly. I mean, 
Like I'm or is universal, like you said. <laughs> yeah. I, Europe, too. Like, phenomenal. Like, the Nordic countries. Right, yeah. I've heard of, like, a lot of Nordic metal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, what's the guy's name? He's supposed to be, like, a horrible person, but Burzum. Is that the guy's <laughs> name? Like, Burned Out of Church or something. Oh, that's my al- goodness. That's albums people really like. And then uh, Boris in Japan is supposed to be fantastic. Boris? Be- people like Boris a lot. Yeah. Like, okay. drone metal type stuff. Drone metal. Okay. Yeah, that, that's a thing. I mean... Drone metal, black metal, like they're there's like a heavy new, metal, yeah, heavy, <laughs> new metal, thrash, yeah, like corn, <laughs> lamp biscuit, yeah. I mean, there's there's just a million directions you can go with stuff like that. So, I've, metal's always been a genre I've kind of admired from afar. But hopefully, this uh, man, this is a cool cool gateway into it. At the very least, the more more popular. Yeah, for sure. I, and that's what I think. Like Metallica is like the reason why they're so popular is that it's like. It's a pretty universal sound you can latch on to. I think it's yeah. really distinct. It's pretty listenable if you're yeah. not into metal. Yeah, very... Yeah. It's, and, and that's why I recommended you this album, is I think it's pretty mm-hmm. listenable. Like, the riffs yeah. are a, a lot more groovy than some of their other stuff, I'd say, on yeah. this one. And like I know you've mentioned some of their other albums just have, like, brutally long songs, almost. And or like, just every song is, like, a yeah. longer, like, development. Mm-hmm. That can be... I found, like, in other genres, at least, when I'm trying to get into stuff. Like, it can really be a little long, daunting. Yeah, really long and complex songs can be daunting. That's a good good way to put it. I agree. Um, but yeah. I think that's it. I think that's it for this one. Stay tuned for part two, where we discuss Animal Collective's Merryweather Post Pavilion. Which, which is the album I hadn't heard. Yeah. So we'll get to hear Ben's thoughts and my thoughts on that. Thanks, y'all. All right. Thanks for listening, guys.